0: You know what you look like this week? It just It hit me halfway through the first round. No. <laughs> you look like Larry King if he never smoked and ate. <laughs> like d- never smoked a cigarette, but ate instead. Cuz <laughs> no, cuz he looked like he had cancer even when he was like 40.
1: Are you calling me a
0: big Larry? King? Larry King size.
1: <laughs> Welcome back. To the Jojatorium. Well, I think remember too. Whenever uh, it was, we found the uh, the German Scheiser porn. Well, let's not lie to each other. You're in torque classes over there. That's what yeah. We, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> it is. The fitness. Class. Working on
0: them TikTok videos you like so much. Dead. You.
1: welcome back to the jojitorium you know who it is it's adam it's matt we're decaying with the boys and we are international baby party god squad assemble prepare to get wild from the rocky rundown to the most stoned thoughts of the week rocky powell brings insightful commentary on the modern day content creator comedian and interviewer from the streets of downtown to downtown new york to comedy clubs to the suburbs rocky is ready to get absolutely wild New episodes drop on Mondays on your favorite podcast platform, and videos drop on our YouTube channel, Rocky Pal. You can find Rocky by searching at Wild Nights Pod on Twitter and at Wild Nights with Rocky on Instagram. Just make sure you tell her the boys sent you. Adam, we're back. We survived Black Friday, and we found ourselves back here in the Torium.
0: Yep, and we're slowly descending into Christmas time.
1: Into hell. My least w- favorite time of the year. What ring of hell do you think Christmas is? The, the middle the middle.
0: The blackest and darkest hole. Yeah. I In like, the middle of all the rings. Just yeah. Just boop, it's the butthole
1: of. I wasn't going to say it, but you did. Yeah. I'll say it's the butthole. Satan's anus. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was trying to play on Santa Satan, but that
1: didn't work. I like what you're doing. Because they always say, like, if kids, if you don't know how to spell Santa, you're going to write a letter to Satan. And, you know, I've been writing letters to Satan for quite a while. I think two different
0: friends of the podcast, uh, Black Forge and Necromancer, are both Uh, both calling it hexmas this year which i I like
1: it it. i I gotta tell you so i had an error a play of errors today most notably i want to call out whoever stole my food from the fast food joint so i work downtown and we record usually on thursdays or fridays and i'll come over to the judgitorium in adam's house to record the podcast and i made a little you know i was in a business meeting at work and i was making a food order so i drive over there and i'm like dude the drive through line's so long and i'm beating all these suckers out because i ordered my food already paid for it's so gotta go in there and drop my name they sure already know who i am but it's okay come famous you're there no. <laughs> i'm famous to them so i, I walk in and Like I say my name. They say, okay. They look for my food, come back. Did you put another name? No, I did not. What's your order? Tell them the order. They come back again, all thumbs, shoulders, no food. I am now pissed because, one, they sent probably the nicest person out to just inform me that someone may or may not have come in and taken my food. Oh, no. What, do, did,
0: you, know. did you order your little vegan meal, though? No,
1: no. I ordered the uh, the chicken fries. It was Burger King, oh. so I ordered chicken fries. They're going to enjoy your meal, though. They, they are right As now. I was going to say, at least if you got,
0: like, the Impossible Burger, they're going to bite into it and go, what the fuck? <laughs> I like the impossible I know you do. You're the only person.
1: That's fine. Then more for me. Yeah. That's good. No, they're like snacking on tours of chicken tenders and fries. Fucking motherfuckers. I know, man. And it was on my dime, but they did reimbursement money. So kudos to Burger King. And I hope whoever eats my chicken tenders, you get E. coli.
0: Hope you choke on them.
1: Yeah. Hope you choke on them. And then then people have to come into your basement room because that's where you live. And they have to yell at you for playing video games eating chicken tenders. they get a real fucking job. So... It's round one. <laughs> it's round one. Adam, you brought me a beer. Put them together. Call round one beers.
0: All right. Matt, we got uh, something from new friend of the podcast, Penn Brewery. We have their Christmas seasonal, since we're getting Christmassy in round one. little preview of what's to come. Um, and it's their St. Nicholas Bock. I love so a good Bock. This comes around every winter, every December. And it is a rich, strong, multi lager. Um, dark ruby in color with notes of chocolate and roasted malts. So I'm expecting it and I haven't had it in a year, but it kind of reminds me of something between like an Amber ale, Amber lager and a Porter.
1: The label arts really cool. It's like a retro. I mean, it's, you know, they do the whole German style, right? So it's definitely German style art. Um, Looks really cool. The color's on point. The smell's all there. Um, I do like a good bok. Like, I like burnt caramel. I love that kind of stuff. So, pretty excited to see what this taste like. So, go ahead and take your first sip. While well, I can tell everybody you can find out what's happening at Penn Brewery by searching them out on all social media. Don't forget that they are. Awesome, and they let uh, local brewers get on their taps. We were just on there with Tortuga and Fuego. might
0: still be on. I'm not sure. Possibly. i got to get over there. So. Yeah.
1: so go check it out. See if there's still some Bash Brewer running through those veins over there. So Adam, you took your first sip. What's up?
0: So definitely leans not so heavy on that porter side of what I was saying. It's more just like a multi lager. Malty but crisp lager. Like it finishes dry. A little caramely, I think.
1: It's nice. I really like it, but when I get a Bach, I want that that amber caramel punch to it. And I'm not saying I'm missing it. This has great notes. It's got a little bit of a spice to it too. Ah man, now I have to go out and I got to get a. I it, got de-
0: it definitely has it. It's just not. It's only a six point five, and I know some of the Bachs you drink are yep. up there. So yeah. that might be
1: i want the aggressive
0: box yeah this is a single box. you're more of a
1: double triple double, yeah yeah <laughs> i am so that's so, why
0: it's just a nice single
1: how dare you bring a pathetic single box to my
0: presence i like that it does remind me of christmas but it yeah. doesn't have like some christmas beers are like uh oh, put the clove in put the, oh yeah those seasonal spices in. i don't i i'm not a christmas spice guy
1: I no don't. there's a beer that shall not be named because i want to talk shit on a brewery but when you crack open a can of it, it smells like when you're cooking a ham, like when it's that clovey. Very, very oh. much so. Yeah, now, this beer is really good, man. And uh, now that I I've relegated my brain to understanding it, it's a single box, thank you for bringing it back down to earth. It does hit those descriptions. And I'm very happy about it. Um, do they have double box over there? Are they, do they have a double box anywhere?
0: I think they occasionally do.
1: Right? Yeah, I'll have to keep my eye on that. Because if if they they pack this kind of flavor into a, a single, doppel? I want to yeah. see a yeah, good doppel. Yeah, I want to I want see what happens here, man. So we're going to sip on this delicious brew while we get through round one. And Adam, we are at the end of the year. And you and I have been doing this uh, for almost a year, this podcast. And it's been a lot of fun. Uh, and we launched from a wonderful platform called Anchor. And Anchor is part of Spotify. Uh, Anchor helps us monetize quickly spotify helps proliferate our our podcast and the coolest thing is that they give you your end of year stats and
0: and by now if everybody's listening on sunday you've seen everybody's spotify end of year stats for their personal channel like their personal plays for about five days now so
1: yeah it's been punching you in the forehead and you're so sick and tired of seeing i don't know like post malone like, I don't know. I saw I saw some people have some pretty uh, poo-poo lists. I've seen
0: poo-poo ones, <laughs> and I've seen, like, real eclectic, like, off the wall, like, death metal right up next to, like, earth, wind, and fire yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, I could hang out with that person.
1: There's definitely a couple where I'm like, uh, you guys are doing some cool, weird shit that I got to get on board with.
0: Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about ours once we go over our podcast yeah. stats. And I'm going to guess on my top artist list, you could probably guess all five.
1: <laughs> I can get pretty close. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm throwing curveballs either. But uh, just so you guys know, if you, if you are just now listening to us or you've been a long-time listener, just a little bit of trivia. We dropped our first episode on February 21st of 2021. And if you've been listening, you remember there were three of us. And now there are two of us. Uh, we actually had to record the first episode with all three of us on my cell phone because I was an idiot. And I brought over three microphones. And I was like, hey, Adam, where do we plug these in? And wherever you wherever you can. And that was your response. To me, I was like, Oh shit,
0: you're the podcast guy. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting water heated for the brew day. <laughs> I was like, Oh
1: no, what are we going to do? And, uh, and Josh had the smart idea. He's Like, you know, your cell phone is a mini master computer. So why don't you just see what we can do with that test, tested out a couple of things. And it actually came out pretty nice. So if you go back to the first, it's a pilot episode. Um, check that out. It was actually from my galaxy note eight that I still have. And it worked out really well. Um, we thought that nobody was going to listen, because first and foremost, we're like, the audio is going to be shit when it translates, and then no one's going to find us funny, and then we ended up getting a hundred and so many listens on it.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't that bad. Though. I mean, the audio, compared to our audio quality now, yeah. it's terrible.
1: League's different.
0: It was actually listenable, and it was yeah. only a tight 45 minutes or so for our part. Very pilot. tight 45
1: minutes. <laughs> Uh, Then we ended up uh, finally hooking those Amazon mics up to a board, which I still use now, and we instantly upgraded our sound, and then Papa came through with a little gift for myself and Adam, and I bought some Rode mics, and now our sound is superior to every other indie podcast. I love this mic. <laughs> I do too. It's so much fun. And what I like about these mics too is when we're doing our podcast, and I'll go home and like look at like people on YouTube and stuff, and look at their podcast setups. And they, our mics are usually like in their setup, so it's kind of nice to know that I'm, you know, using the same mics as some of the other podcasts I really like to listen to. Um, we shared 3,424 minutes of content over 38 episodes at the time of the stat report that I was able to bring to you. Uh, we, we do have 42 episodes all together in season one if you include the two uh, speaking sessions and then, of course, uh, two episodes before this and then today's episode as well. So it brings you to 42. Nice.
0: And a couple more before the year truly closes out. Yeah.
1: Know. So we'll be up there. We'll, we'll probably get close to like thirty seven hundred minutes, I'd say, depending on how long some of these things are. If we get our nacho episode on here, it could be five thousand minutes. We don't know.
0: <laughs> I know there's some breweries asking.
1: There there are, yeah. We're don't well, worry.
0: December might be tough,
1: but Yeah. We're gonna get you there. Don't worry. If they have time. We have time. So we weren't only heard in America, Adam. We were heard consistently in four countries. I thought
0: that was pretty cool.
1: That was awesome. But also... I wonder what they think of our Yankee I,
0: asses. No
1: idea. <laughs> because we've also have had or continue to have listeners in the following countries. Uh, Germany, Russia, Canada, India, Australia, the UK, Romania, Costa Rica, Puerto Rico, France, Singapore, and the Dominican Republic. Nice. This is insane to me to think like, oh, yeah, we'll get 10 listeners and they will all be from Crafton. <laughs> so,
0: so do you know which of those four are like are consistent?
1: Yeah. So it's it's Germany, Russia, Canada and Australia. Nice. There are consistent ones. And then the UK jumps in and out a lot. Um, I think what happened was and you know, bless my coworkers. Uh, there was a group of my coworkers that went to Puerto Rico on a business trip. <laughs> nice. And one guy was like, hey, one of our guys back home. Who's supposed to be here with us? He has a podcast, so a couple of the people down there that they were on the work thing with. They actually, and that's probably why we got the Puerto, Puerto Rico, Rico thing. Um, again, you know, I I never thought we'd have consistent fans. Uh, I've always I've always had fun just talking to you. And when we started putting on microphones, and we thought like, man, no one's going to find us funny or want to listen to this, but. Uh, not even for a full year. We have a small group of people that listen to us every time we drop an episode. The,
0: the UK is cool because I listen to a lot of uh, English and Irish podcasts. So yeah, it's cool to
1: see they listen. To we, us they're at too. least in and out. Yeah, yeah, man, it's really cool, and I, I can't wait to see. You know, we don't have any plans on stopping. So let's let's see if we can bring those. Uh, the stats up and if you like what you hear please just tell everybody subscribe like share if you subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you're on that helps us a ton it's a it's a very simple thing for you to do to check on the subscribe button but it does wonders for us um, i could talk about algorithms and percentages forever but i don't want to do it. that's really boring what i want to know adam is uh your personal your personal spotify yes so I know. It's like Boy George, Culture Club.
0: <laughs> well, uh, do you want to do like songs, artists, and podcasts? or? Uh, and we have genres, top genres.
1: I was going to say, I have my Ooh, artists. Th-
0: the new thing this year was the audio aura, and mine was spooky and bold.
1: <laughs> mine was focused and angst. <laughs> uh, that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> but I have like all off the top of my off the top of my pictures here that i saved i have my top artist my top song my top genre and how many minutes i listened
0: all right i got all that somewhere on here
1: okay so i'm going to take a guess i want to take a guess on your number one artist
0: okay and
1: i'm going to say it's either amigo the devil or taylor street corner thieves it is taylor Te- <laughs> it is taylor Te- <laughs> so i'm
0: guessing yours is amiga
1: it is <laughs> <laughs> so we got we got par- uh, label mates that, yeah, yeah, definitely got some label mates on Liars Club Records.
0: Shockingly, Amigo not in my top five artists.
1: Really? Yeah,
0: I think I listened to him a lot on YouTube this
1: That That does it. This yeah.
0: year. Um, uh. Yeah, not in my top five.
1: So can you try to take a stab at another artist on my top five? Like play Battleship almost. My like,
0: Chemical Romance.
1: No. Good that's, guess, that's though. very
0: dated, though. But you do listen to I'll some listen old to emo. It. Ooh. Panic at the disco. Yeah. Hey. Num- number
1: three. <laughs> number three. Like
0: old emo. Oh.
1: Yeah. Um, I would say for you, you gotta be listening to like Trivium.
0: No. Really? Oh, they they were on my top five last year, but they didn't make it
1: this oh, didn't make the cut. Um, what kind of lame ass fucking metal chord do you listen to? On.
0: <laughs> the one you always make fun of me.
1: Oh, uh Ven Sevenfold. No. Ghost. No which I make fun of you for a lot uh evergreen terrace no but oh uh but parkway get drive yes. <laughs> I don't guess Parkway <laughs> drive was my number three <laughs> they're the same band they're not <laughs> so uh I actually share some space with you two here because number five on my list was Tejon Street Corner The oh, nice. so I had them uh you're mi- like you're missing a big swing do you, here do you
0: have every time I die on your list? yeah, they're number two uh they're number f- five on mine
1: and then rounding up my list number four, take a stab at it.
0: So we got everybody, but yeah, everybody but four. So more than Tejon,
1: more than Tejon, and less, less than, than panic. panic.
0: Ooh, man, it's gonna be some. It's it's emo, I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> old emo, like long-standing, yellow card,
1: close. Like uh, you're like you're in that that 2002 to 2009 vein.
0: Uh. What's that other one it, you like? It's the same. It's sta- like when it's she the stable. sleeps,
1: or oh no, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. No, it's it's uh it's paul Out Boy.
0: Oh damn it! Yeah, yeah I should have guessed
1: this, that. The the Kings of Emo, they were there. So
0: um, um Ice Nine Kills was on mine. Nice at four. My number two. Mm-hmm. You haven't caught yet, which it kind of surprised me how much I listen to them, but I do. Oh, man. Just like they're just my go-to, when I've. A drive going on. A drive. Yeah.
1: Oh God, Macedon.
0: Driving fast,
1: very uh, close, close. You don't listen to Red Fang, no, because they're they're close to Macedon.
0: Starts uh, with an M, even.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Damn, Not
0: qu- a little more southern, twangy than. Macedon. Oh, and Sons of Disaster. Yeah, that's my number yeah. two. Great
1: band. They're actually my top five last year.
0: But then, weird enough, like it didn't transfer over to my songs. So my top song. <laughs> I must have just put this on repeat when it came out. The Blade from Scion. The new Howard Jones product. Yeah, that's
1: that's a good one. Yeah.
0: Then The New Black from Every Time I Die. Then Death Diviner from Soilwork, which I listen to that on almost every brew day. Um, Map Change from Every Time I Die. And then Funeral Derangements from like
1: Kills. I went with uh, AWOL is my number one song from Every Time I Die because I blasted that thing. It was nonstop. Uh, small stone from amigo the devil uh, better yes. ways to uh what's it better ways to fry fish yes that yes. little mini song yes. there. reptar king of the ozone about, about from Al-
0: albert fish too i yeah. love that song
1: uh, reptar king of the ozone layer from the devil wears prada i just fucking love That's that an song interesting yeah. One, yeah and then the number 5 another amigo song murder at the bingo hall i love that one so over over under 40,000 minutes are you over oh
0: for you I'm I'm under. You're under. I'm under. 40, Me too.
1: Yes. What what do you I'm
0: only at 25,000 this year. Really? Which was a huge drop off from last year.
1: But again, YouTube.
0: It's YouTube. If I'm brewing, I'm listening to YouTube. Yeah. Like a lot of my Spotify minutes were commuting to and from work, which I don't do anymore. Right. If I'm sitting at my computer upstairs, I'm just blasting YouTube. Sometimes Spotify, but like brewery is all YouTube, gym is mostly YouTube unless I'm doing weights, then I'll flip over to Spotify.
1: I do a lot of podcasts throughout the day, so well, I still had thirty-seven thousand. I mean, that
0: counts into your minutes if you're listening oh, to it on Spotify. I am, yeah. yeah
1: so I had thirty-seven thousand minutes, and my top genre was emo. I was gonna guess it. Yeah, oh, I, figured so, yeah. Our, I
0: figured our top genres are super easy.
1: Yeah, well, yours is like well, like fucking death metal or heavy no. heavy metal, metalcore, Boom. metalcore. Yeah, what was your top podcast? <laughs>
0: I'm going to skip us. <laughs> I'm in the top. Uh, we're in the top five. Yes. Um, but last boss, last podcast on the left, Hop Nation USA, Halloween is Forever, and What Happened When, which is a- uh, It's a good one. Uh, it's Tony Schiavone's wrestling podcast.
1: Oh, that's yeah. really good. Uh, yeah. Also skipping us, uh, I have um, Last Podcast on the left, Bad Friends, uh, Halloween is Forever, and Hop Nation. Yeah. See,
0: I listen to Bad Friends every week, but yeah. I- I well I watch it. I, I watch it
1: on YouTube Yeah, yeah. And I'll say this too. I re listen to like my top five, I re-listen to them a lot. So that gets me that gives me more listens to them, I guess. Um so that well, cool. Those are our stats, man. Uh pretty predictable for the most part. Except except for that, that Maylean thing. I didn't think you would I just
0: must play it all. I mean, driving. I do throw it on. It's and then if it's concert. in my recently listened to, I just
1: click it. We'll keep hitting it. Yeah.
0: So I I think uh any of our listeners that if you have a really weird or eclectic uh yeah. mix of songs or artists or podcasts do a little screenshot and send it over to us and we'll, we'll talk maybe about, talk about it next week. We'll, talk some shit on it. We'll hit some of our some of the <laughs> weirdest ones, the ones we like, ones we don't like.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I I want to like see if celebrities put theirs out so I can Screen grab them and make fun of them. You know,
0: you know Beyonce only listens to herself. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: it. Like, my album, my album, my album. I'm Beyonce. <laughs> and then, uh, what was I going to say? Um Never mind. I had something to say. I totally forgot about it. Because Christmas is affecting my brain. And Christmas is smacking us in the face.
0: The this, this single box hitting you harder than you thought.
1: Yes, it is. Thought, Damn you, Ben. You really needed your chicken fingies. I did. I have bastard baby enjoying those things. So, uh, you actually brought to my attention, it's Barstool Sports uh, likes to bring some top five and top ten lists. uh, Then we rip them apart because we're way smarter than them and Bleacher Report. Uh, This is no different because Barstool posted their top ten Christmas movies of all time. uh, And you're talking to two guys that just don't particularly care for Christmas. But let's take a look at this top ten list and let them know exactly why they are really, really wrong. Yeah, I
0: will say there's definitely... A spot in this list where I was like, "Oh, they threw that in there to trigger comments and in, on Instagram." But this is what they said, and I agree with some of them, and I don't agree. I some of them shouldn't even be on the list. But.
1: So starting off, it we'll go from ten to one. Okay, that way. So in number ten, they they put Bad Santa in there. Um,
0: it's in my top ten.
1: I like it. It's a funny movie. It's definitely in my top ten. It was. I remember that, that movie came out. It was like I was hungry for an adult Christmas movie, and I feel like billy bob thornton delivered on that one uh because it's it's hilarious especially when, he, <laughs> when he's banging that chick in the dressing room and uh <laughs> Bur- not bernie Mac. Uh, Cedric, i'm saying all the wrong comedians. uh help it, me it is bernie Mac. is it bernie it? Mac? yeah, yeah. bernie Mac's in and he comes by he's, he's like you can't do that man <laughs> you ain't going shit right for a week uh moving on to number nine home alone two which and i will die on this hill Home Alone 2 is the best Home Alone movie. Uh, yeah, I'll die. On it's the best one. Yeah, I'm,
0: this is where I'm already ticked. This needs to be higher.
1: It does. I don't it's know.
0: probably in my top three. I definitely would, top yeah. five. Definitely it's,
1: top five. It's definitely my top five. I'd say it's definitely my top three. It rivals for the second So slot. Me
0: and my brother got it when we were real young on VHS, and we watched it so much all year long not even christmas you time that we, we wore we went through like three vhs tapes that's before awesome we got sick of
1: it i did the same thing with uh terminator 2 when i was a kid <laughs> that's a little more badass <laughs> yeah, well, well it's like again my mom never watched me and she like i just would come home and throw this, the james cameron piece and i'm like I fucking love this movie, and, it's, and there's lots of cussing and yeah. people dying. Was, when television's your babysitter, <laughs> absolutely. I'm a latchkey kid, but I
0: think even today you can throw a Home Alone two on, and I'll know every, almost every line.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, and I always they always try to throw in like the scary character, and I thought the Dove Lady was actually was actually pretty scary for the most yeah. part. Not as scary as the South Ben Su- Shovel Slayer, yes, but yes, she I was, was much cool. more afraid to him. But wasn't that like a whole thing? Too, she was like a legitimate person that was murdered. I remember, like, hearing about that. She was a real lady. She was, like, the bird lady or something of New York, and somebody shot and killed her. It was, like, a big tragedy. But not that
0: lady, because she was just an actress. She's an actress. The The real one. The person she's portraying. I have no idea. I'll
1: have to look that up. And we'll talk about that next time. Sounds but
0: like it might be a Mandela effect thing or, it's or a, an
1: urban legend or it might be true. I, I think know. it's true. I think I, I think the boys on last podcast and left are talking about it. it won't you know,
0: Paul one. from the Wonder Years is Marilyn Manson too, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> He sure is that lanky it, bastard. It sounds like one of those things almost. But Paul, it, it might be true. Paul will definitely eat pussy on stage. So coming in at number eight <laughs> <laughs> is a, his Miracle on 34th Street, which I, this is the original one. Not That's fine. Not the new one. It's fine. I hate them both. Yeah. <laughs> Uh the original one They probably
0: do belong on it they probably the original probably does belong on a top 10 list. I think list, it does. But that movie sucks. I hate it. Really? Yeah, it's just so cheesy.
1: Well, it's cheesy. I think if you're in the mood for a very on the nose Christmas movie, this one delivers only because it doesn't really deviate from you Isn't know. Is
0: that like the, every time I spit on Christmas an angel gets its wings?
1: Yeah. That's it. You spit on it. I spit on it. <laughs> So you spit on what a tree. Did, What's the
0: real line? Every time you wink at Jesus.
1: Uh, every time, <laughs> every time a Catholic priest gets relocated. <laughs> I think that's it. That's not it. Oh, wasn't
0: that the fable when you masturbate as a teenager? Oh no, I was killing uh, a puppy would die. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just giving angels wings.
1: Uh, well, you, if you were, man, you have a whole fucking fleet of angels. <laughs>
0: Funny enough, I'm still going to hell. <laughs>
1: So, uh, coming at number seven is a movie that I wish was never made, uh, A Christmas Story. I think this movie is shit.
0: But Humbug on your bullshit. That That's top five.
1: I hate it. Top five. I hate it. Is it because it. it takes place in Ohio? Yeah, that's number one of it. But it's- This sounds so stupid. It's so predictable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, because they because you've watched it 50 times? Yeah, it gets a little predictable.
1: No, it's like- Every time they're setting up a gag or something in the movie, it's almost like, and then hopefully the dogs don't knock the ham over or <laughs> turkey no, sorry, one whatever. And it was aw- an awesome scene. Who cares? Turkey soup, turkey sandwiches, turkey kebabs. I don't give a shit. That That's is- stronger than uh, what? Home Alone I was going to say it's
0: stronger than half of the rest of the list, but it's not.
1: It's not. It's stronger than two. But let's move yeah. on. Because you have Home Alone well, 3 that needs to die. That's
0: on... H- a Christmas Story is on my list, though. Home Alone 3 doesn't belong...
1: Anywhere. It,
0: they should burn all the Blu-rays there. Yeah. With. But it
1: made number six on this list. I have no idea. Above Home Alone 2. Above Home Alone 2. Uh, and that was the one that didn't see Kevin McAllister come back. That was right. a whole recast. And it was
0: like International Terrorists instead of Harry and Marv. Yeah. Like Harry and Marv weren't in it. Yeah, no, nobody from the two first ones were in it.
1: So, fun fact, they made... Two video games for Home Alone, two of them. One of which was based off the original Home Alone, which was awesome. I played that game. I sure,
0: because it's a video game based off a movie. Those are usually
1: it's good. Horrible. It's really good. Like you set traps and you like fuck people up. It's really good. It's, it's almost like GTA, but you're a, you're an eight year old kid riding a sled. It's pretty dope. But they also made one for Home Alone three, and it was just like. And I don't know if I'm gonna say this, and you're gonna know what I'm talking about. Do you ever play Star Trek Generations for the Sega? No. So, clunky mess, you know what's supposed to happen because you like if you play like R2D2, isn't it? No.
0: God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to
1: cut you. Off. You're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> we said Star Trek and I was Star like... Trek.
0: Star
1: Trek. Track. Tra- Trek. Trek. Yeah, that's what I said. Not... I said Trek. You yeah, said Yeah. Then you said R2D2, that's Star Wars.
0: Oh, sorry.
1: Whoops. God damn it. So <laughs> you know what's supposed to happen when you like Star Trek? It you know, beam me up. Do this. Take me to your leader. Yeah, take me to you. Fuck off. But whenever your father, (laughs) (laughs) it's his name. Darth is German for father. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. You know what's supposed to work in the game, and none of it, none of it happens. Vader is father. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Dark father.
0: German's not that hard. (laughs) German's hard for me. It's just like if they're speaking English, but with a t- way too much bubblegum in their mouth.
1: <laughs> That's disingenuous German people. So you can actually follow Adam at Bachelor's that they like
0: bubblegum? What? It's like, I'm just saying. Go ahead.
1: Are you trying to say German people sound like mushrooms It's mouth? like instead of beer,
0: Bach. You know, it's just like, oh man, I got a bunch of food in my mouth.
1: Uh, all right, xenophobe. So coming in <laughs> number five is Elf, the Will Ferrell trope. That's... It's a fun movie. It's
0: probably in my top 5. It's definitely top 10. It's a fun for me. Movie. I watch it every year. Yeah.
1: I it's, it's very quotable. Mm-hmm. Um and nothing cracked me up more than there was a like a like a short YouTube video where a dad dressed up, up as Buddy the Elf and like followed his kids around the mall. and he was embarrassing the shit out of them. It was hilarious. He was like sounds like
0: either hilarious or I'd hit him with my car. I'm not sure. He was inside,
1: too. Oh, well, <laughs> so, hilarious. Small <laughs> doors are big. <laughs>
0: They get the the display cars in there somehow.
1: That's I'll true. They out. do. I'll figure out how they get them in there. <laughs> but a very quotable movie. Uh, I did it the other weekend. I went to a, a holiday parade and I literally yelled, "Santa, I know him." And that's
0: yeah, the yeah, most quotable line. Most
1: quotable line. Uh, so moving on to a movie that I love, Christmas Vacation. This sir
0: is my number one spot. Yes,
1: and and it's deservedly probably
0: so. just above Home Alone too.
1: Yeah, I would uh dude, Christmas vacation. Talk about quotable movies. It's the best. It's such a good movie. Nothing beats Shitter's full like <laughs> There's just something about that part of the movie and I'll laugh so hard every time. Like when every the cat time. gets blown
0: up under the recliner.
1: <laughs> it's it's just a great movie. It is. Um and I think it, it holds up. So like I've I've known younger people to watch it and find it hilarious, and there's guys like our age that think it's funny, and then our dads and moms that showed it to us when we were kids. Yeah, it was funny.
0: It's, yeah, it's. I think it's just timeless. It, yeah. it it just hits every Christmas trope that's still a Christmas trope. Mm-hmm. There's not really much dated
1: like technology language. or anything. Also, that, language you know I mean? too. That was one like everyone's yeah. tearing apart. Like if you're saying something inappropriate or not PC. This movie, I mean, the, I think the worst thing he does is when he cusses at his boss at the end. You know, towards yeah. the end of the movie, yeah. and he says like calls him, like an asshole or something. Yeah,
0: cusses about him and then yeah. cusses at him. And
1: then, yeah. he, they, there's no which like, is the funniest part. No, oh, it's best because his boss just stand here like you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on to a movie that I hate. Coming at number three, Fred Claus. Um, I.
0: This, this also has to be a troll job because yeah. I don't even really remember it other than I didn't like it. And I actually got it confused with an even worse Vince Vaughn Christmas movie. Remember yeah. when he did Four Christmases?
1: Yeah, he did. Yeah, that movie. So was actually, dog shit. I got this confused with the Santa Claus, the one with Tim Allen. Oh, Tim Allen? Yeah. That's
0: better. I think that's better than Fred Claus. It's better than Fred Claus, but also a terrible movie. Yeah, still not on my
1: (laughs) (laughs) Better than this, still bad. Other than
0: that dude blowing the weenie whistle, which is is awesome. But it's at the end.
1: So I kind of feel like they repackaged the Santa Claus into Fred Claus and just kind of like. Kind of false. Yeah, he like he's just like
0: a dickhead that has to be Santa Claus. Yeah.
1: Instead of like, because at least with Tim Allen's movie, like he kills Santa Claus. And
0: it was originally, like he was it, I, maybe the first movie that did that. I don't know. There might be
1: a classic one. One that, that I can that, but, remember. Yeah, right. But like as a kid, who doesn't want their parent to become like a folklore? So like, could you imagine if your dad all of a sudden became Santa Claus? It'd be dope.
0: Remember when Vince Vaughn was good?
1: Nope. So coming number two, <laughs> you kidding? No, I, swingers, man. Uh, swingers was cool. Wedding Crashers was cool. Yeah. But the problem with all those movies with him in it is that he's always had someone funnier with him. Well, that, yeah, to that make helps. that to make him very. I forget funny.
0: what the one was around.
1: He's a good actor. I've seen him in some like serious movies, and he's really good. Oh, the American. No, mm. not
0: American Psycho. Uh, just Psycho. He yeah, did the remake. Just, yeah. Oh, that was awful. When he yeah, was it was Norman Bates. It was, was bad.
1: Shit. Uh, but I've seen him do some pretty cool, cool stuff on a serious note. But like, fun—I shouldn't say he's not funny. He does do th- some things that are funny. But I, I just—I'm not a huge fan. And then uh, coming at number one, we have "It's a Wonderful Life."
0: Oh, well, you missed Home Alone at number two.
1: Oh, because I don't care about it. Home Alone, the first one. No,
0: it's right. It's on. I don't even know if it makes my top ten to be honest.
1: What Home Alone? Yeah,
0: it's kind of boring.
1: The, the original, the Home first one? one. Yeah. Uh. Y- it's
0: right there. It's right on the precipice. Might be in my top 10, might not be. Definitely I, not as good as Himalayan 2. No,
1: no. I like, there was something that came out. It was like, if you treat Home Alone, the original one, like a horror movie, you can get more into it. Oh, yeah. So that's what I do.
0: And then every blogger that has a blog was like, oh, you can tie it to the Saw movie.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, Which, oh, he grew up to become Jigsaw. You're no, really, he didn't. You're really bored. <laughs> you know what I actually did like from Home Alone? Remember Fight Science? That yes. movie, And they did the whole movie and were like, this is what would really happen if you get hit in the face with a can of paint. I'd love
0: to watch that. It, I assume it would kill you.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's like <laughs> It the would ki-
0: break your skull.
1: Yeah, it shoves your nose back up into your skull and you die. It, it's it's 17 minutes long without commercials. You got a lot. Let's it. not
0: forget, a few episodes ago, I killed you in Hamelin too.
1: You did kill I made me you Hummelin.
0: Marvin. I hit you in the face with a brick.
1: <laughs> I was like, and I was, every time I watch this movie, that's probably the most unrealistic thing about the whole, the whole scenario is like, there are... Deaths that should occur. Okay. But that makes it funny and
0: sadistic. That's and probably true. why I love horror movies now.
1: Yeah, I'd say
0: <laughs> probably plays. into
1: it. So then, like I already said, coming at number one, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. I understand why they made it number one. Yeah,
0: it's everybody's number one. Everyone's Who's number one older than fifty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I mean it's just classic Christmas. It's I like it better than Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street.
1: Hear me out when I say this. I think. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life is just a retooled McScrooge. Scrooge. Like, just... Kind of. It's all it is. Like, oh, you hate your life, and you think that you don't need to help people. All of a sudden, I'm going to show you what your life would be like if you just weren't around. It's an easy way to take care of that. Yeah. Oops. Very easy way. <laughs> and the holidays are tough. <laughs> so, I don't know. As the, the top ten movie here, we could, like, rearrange this pretty easily. But, I, Adam, I brought for you some movies... That I like for Christmas, and you can decide whether or not you would enjoy sure, these, I'll too.
0: On, I'll shit on some of them, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, but not the first one. What's the first one? Scrooged with like Bill Murray. One. I like that one a lot. Hilarious. That'd be on my top ten. Also, too, it was in the same vein as Ghostbusters, too, because he had some spooky stuff in there, and I feel like he kind of carried over some of that that scary it's from... It was
0: just like that dry asshole <laughs> yeah. sense of humor. Which he's great at. Made Groundhog Day, bearable. <laughs>
1: Groundhog Day, when he has the the groundhogs driving the car and he says, don't drive angry. I'm 35 and I see that part tears (laughs) because it's chittering and he's like doing donuts. I was like, "Ah, man, every fucking time I'm I'm easy to please. Uh, Next one is a horror movie called Krampus. The original one Uh, thought it had a nice uh, amount of blood and gore in it.
0: I like it as a movie. Probably not my top 10 for Christmas though.
1: Yeah, I'm not saying top 10 here.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm no. I'm
1: yeah. just saying Scrooge would be in my top yeah, 10. Scrooge Krampus would Uh the original How the Grinch Stole You're just Christmas.
0: saying these are all better than Home Alone 3, which I agree Yes.
1: With. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We could like not. I would say it.
0: on that top 10 from uh Barstool, Home Alone 3 is the worst
1: yeah, on that list. I'd agree with that. Uh so then Die Hard is a Christmas movie uh Gremlins is uh, a great Christmas movie too. Yep, really enjoy it. Jack, I'm good with that one. Jack Frost, the horror movie.
0: That one's cheesy as hell, but I always get a good oh, laugh out of it.
1: I almost put Ginger Dead Man on there too, but I didn't do it.
0: That one's kind of crap. Yeah, is, is the Ginger Dead Man voiced by Gary Busey though? Yes. Okay, that, that's it's why it's good cool. Movie. Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> uh, A Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't like that movie. Uh, why? It's I don't know. I think emo girls in high school ruined it for me when they were wearing Jack Skellington all over the place. Yeah, that's true. And then
1: didn't they do a sequel to it? They're going to. Uh And I I don't want to watch it.
0: Oh, I'm thinking of the – Tim Burton did another movie with similar animation. That's what I'm thinking of. He did a couple. Yeah. He
1: did Coraline.
0: That's one of them. That sucked.
1: You didn't like Coraline? I never. I thought it was creepy. You know what? I can't say it sucked. I never watched it. I recommend that you watch it. I think it's pretty I pretty good. Won't. Okay. So uh I put Polar Express on here and you had a whole hissy fit. I, it sucks. It's a boring ass movie. It's a great ch- it's, it's a great
0: children's book. It's long it's a horseshit movie.
1: I don't think it's a horseshit, I think it's just long. It sucks. No why? It's boring. Why? It's
0: boring and forced gumps in it and he shouldn't be in Christmas movies. <laughs>
1: So I got on a train, and I invented (laughs) coal combustion engines. Uh, (laughs) So coming up on here, too, is Edward Scissorhands, which is one of my favorite movies. Don't say a goddamn thing about Edward Scissorhands. It's It's a good movie. It's a pretty good movie. It's a good movie. It's very emo. but It is. Well, it's all about the fragility of life. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, uh, the original Black Christmas. Boom. Yeah.
0: My number two right behind (laughs) Christmas
1: vacation. I even... I even enjoyed the remake. Well, not the newest remake, the one that happened in like mid two thousands that came out.
0: Yeah, was there a newer one than that? Yeah,
1: there was another no, oh, with, yeah, I th- yeah, I think I saw it. The one that I'm talking about was like a two thousand six kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. was like gold almost. Like he had a skin disorder. Yeah. He was hiding in the walls and shit. It was good, man.
0: I mean, I like the original. Yeah. Um, which some argue I don't know if it was the original. Like Halloween gets all the credit for being the original slasher, but this is up there. Really, that I mean, and it yeah. was four years before mm-hmm. Halloween, so and it
1: was very, it was very tense for yeah. being in that era for horror movies. Oh yeah, a lot of very uh, claustrophobic moments in that movie, and some some good uh, slow burn jump scares that happen. Yeah. I, I really enjoy that movie. I'm actually to watch that. Uh, I got into Tubi finally. I'm finally into Tubi. Uh,
0: welcome to the wonderful world,
1: Oh Tubi. my god. Guarantee all
0: the ginger dead mans are probably on there. They one.
1: are. I've already watched one of them. <laughs> That's why I mentioned it here. I just
0: looked at Shudder today and all the Silent Night, Deadly Nights are on there, which you forgot to put on this list. No, I didn't. Because number one's good, but number two, you get a free recap of number one. and That's true. And then all the bonuses of how fucking corny. It's yeah. so bad, it's good. Do you watch? Number the, two is there was another garbage one. Garbage Day.
1: Uh, there's a movie called Better Watch Out. It's uh, it's I
0: saw, I've never seen it. I saw it on a list today.
1: The home invasion movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. You, I don't even want to ruin it for you. Let me just tell you.
0: When's it from? Do you know? Like 2018? Post 2000. Oh, pretty it's recently. it's newer. Yeah. yeah,
1: it's good. It's okay. a good twist. There's some psychopathy in there. That's really fun. Good little twist in there. Um, so if you guys like some of the movies we were talking about and you've seen them and you want to argue with us about why you think that you know your top 10 for Christmas list is going to be better than the one that uh, Barr still put together, by all means, let us know about it. So we're going to go into a break for some ads. And uh, Lucky Thirteens is holding it down for us and so is Anchor. So if you uh, listen to our sponsors and go support them, then you support us. And when you support us, we bring you some pretty cool stuff. And I can tell you right now that Lucky 13's t-shirts, uh, their holiday t-shirts, are still buy one, get one free. So if you need some stocking stuffers, it's right there. Go get them. See you on the other side. Nice ink, Adam. Yeah, I got your name on my ass. <laughs> uh, I was talking about your forearm, though.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I've been taking care of it.
1: Yeah, it looks great, man. Uh, what, are, what are you using?
0: I'm using Lucky 13's Tattoo Cleanser and Healing Ointment. This ointment is incredibly fresh and invigorating. It effectively removes all surface oils and dirt while not dehydrating your new tattoo.
1: Dude, I actually got some of Lucky 13's tattoo balm. It's all natural, not oily, and applies easily. The balm improved my color and definition, and the vibrance on this ink makes it look like it's brand new.
0: Oh yeah, man, I found their products after taking their online quiz and it pointed me in the right direction.
1: Hey, guess what? And right now, if you use our promo code, MATA193529, you can save 25% on your entire order from their site.
0: From the first line of your tattoo to the first year of your tattoo and beyond, Lucky 13 has you covered to keep that ink looking fresh.
1: Welcome back. Hopefully you heard some that you like, because again, when you support our sponsors, you support us, and when you support us, we bring you some pretty cool stuff. And we do have some people that want to come on, and we're trying to get some cool stuff ready for them. So again, go check out Lucky Thirteen, check out Anchor. So Adam, we are in round two. I got a special treat, so we're in round two. Got some beers, put them together. (laughs) Got round two beers. So we actually got a uh, a brown a brown ale from our our friend friend of the podcast. Uh, Jennifer Zinski, she went out to Carlisle, Pennsylvania, and she brought us a tasty treat. So, if you want to tell us about it, Adam?
0: Yeah, it's from Molly Pitcher Brewing. It's a four point five percent English brown ale, so it should be uh, quite quite malty and a little roasty. Um, but it's the brewery's name, Molly Pitcher, has of course ties to Pennsylvania and Carlisle. She she died in Carlisle and lived in Carlisle for. She, she quite died. A while. She died like this can. <laughs> but she's famous for. Um, actually taking to the battlefield when her husband who was part of the cannon brigade went down either from injury or from heat exhaustion we don't know what as he was carried off the field she grabbed the little tamper that you hit the end of the cannon hit the cannonball in the end with and she took to the battlefield back all the way back in 1778 i believe yep 1778
1: and that's a quality right there at the
0: battle of monmouth Sorry for all you historians. I might have just butchered that. But now there's a brewery named after her.
1: Yeah. And if you want to find what's going on with uh, Molly Pitcher Brewing, you just search them out. It's uh, Molly, last name Pitcher, P-I-T-C-H-E-R, Brewing Company. It's out of Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Um, this bad boy, uh, we're sticking to the the theme of getting more wintry with our brews. Uh, this is a nice brown ale. It's coming in at 4.5%. Um, it's got good caramel on the on the nose here. The head retention looks really good. I just taking his first sip so he can talk more about because he's way more skilled about it than I am. Um, I can just tell that I am I was hungry for a good brown. Uh, yeah, there's so some nice roastiness,
0: little nuttiness on this. It's real nice. And the head retention is incredible, especially since this was uh, crowded up last weekend. And we're just getting into it like four days later. So the carbonation is really stuck with it. The head retention is really stuck with it. So they do a good job on their crawlers.
1: Yeah, man, that's really good. See, this is I know and two different styles and I know that. This is kind of what I wanted. Very punchy. Yeah. Is there vanilla?
0: There's notes of vanilla. There's not vanilla yeah. in it on purpose, but yeah, you just kind of get that sense from yeah. from the maltiness. Mm. Um yeah, it's, really it's good. very good. And uh yeah, I I think your this one's a little more roasty and dark. Uh darker than the Bach we had in the first.
1: It for sure round. It is. And not to disparage the Bach in the first round because it was a Bach. It was well, a it was, Bach. Yeah, and it was a lager, and this is a yeah. nail. So yeah. you're going to. Again, yeah. two different styles. Mm-hmm. I'm learning. I'm a Cicerone in training. But very <laughs> impressive flavor profile on this for only being 4.5%. Yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing that kind of boggles my mind. This is something that I would love to have uh, through the winter months. I feel like it's definitely going to stick to my ribs.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm just perusing through their website. It looks like they have quite a good, uh, quite a big selection of beers on, and they have food. So. There you go. Go check them out.
1: And it's in the middle of the state of Pennsylvania. If, if I know anything about them, that's Amish country, and they got some good food out there. There's a
0: lot of decent breweries out there, too. If, you, if yeah. you're if you just looking for beer, like classic styles of beer, and they do some weird sours that some of them I've been to out there, but really just, like, great classic, especially European styles, middle of the states doing, doing some good doing stuff. Doing
1: some pretty big stuff, yeah. Oh, speaking of, uh, you know... Some old style, some German style. We got a debate here, buddy. What about? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Oh,
0: German. Frankfurter.
1: Frankfurter. Dr. Frankfurter. (laughs) So I threw it out to all of our followers on social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I asked you guys, because of last episode, is a hot dog a sandwich? Uh, Of course, Adam is saying that it is a sandwich. Definitely. And I like to rely on the fact that it's not a sandwich. Um,
0: our Congratulations, li- contrarian.
1: Yeah. Our listeners came back uh, with the, re- the closest debate we've had with our listeners. It's, it's heated. If there was a war out there, it'd be like the Jets and the Sharks. Oh, I'm getting heated about it. West Side Story, baby. Musical. See, mus- it's continuity. <laughs> so uh, Yes came in at 49%. Respectable. Still came in second in a race of two because Nose came in at a a winning 51%. Great. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people came out and tried to defend the whole, like, it's a sandwich thing. And they lost because more people understand that it's not a sandwich. So did
0: Anchor – this is only the views of Adam, not the views of this podcast. Keep listening listeners. Yeah. But did Anchor break down that, like, maybe 51% of our listeners are – High school dropouts or something?
1: No, they said fifty-one percent of our listeners actually understand how food works, and uh, <laughs> and I and I couldn't agree with them more. They said forty-nine percent of them just like eat at Subway all there's day.
0: There's no way fifty-one percent of our listeners know more about food than me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just look at me. So uh, we we have made some friends out there in the Twitterverse. Most most importantly, uh, I love getting out there. The indie podcasting on Twitter is really cool. Uh, so uh, there's a podcast I listen to every once in a while called, called Unchefed Podcast. And this guy is a – he's a career chef. He breaks down food for you and he actually talks about the intricacies of like, how to make certain things and how to like cook on a budget. So he says in response to this, uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? The answer is yes. Hot dog is short for hot dog sandwich. Boom. I agree. Good logic. What a
0: great podcast! That sounds like a great podcast. Good logic. I'm subscribing right now.
1: So you just put two words together and say that's what it is. Uh, it, yeah. it's a hot dog. It's, it's a sandwich put together. Call a hot it's dog. It's going. Back that's to how I my introduce argument. the fucking beers. It's not like there's. It doesn't say round one, round two beer on the. It's fucking, going
0: back to my argument that yeah, if you put bologna between two
1: pieces of bread or you on clap a bun, behind the mic, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no one even heard it. <laughs> Try again.
0: No, it doesn't. If you put <laughs> bologna on a sandwich. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks for doing that for me. It's hard. Um, it's a sandwich. But if you put that bologna in a tube and then put it on a bun, it's not a sandwich anymore. <laughs> Hot dog's just bologna.
1: What? No. But, I mean. It's, it's not. It's pig parts. But There's the holes in your argument. It's, so pig, get- it's
0: pig parts. It is.
1: <laughs> or it's beef if you're fancy. I'm fancy. I get or myself, kosher. I give myself tummy Actually, aches.
0: Actually, what? I don't know we'll, what we'll have
1: to talk to an actual chef about that. What
0: I want to know what makes like a hot dog kosher. Cause I feel like nothing in the world can make a hot dog. Kushar. There's
1: nothing about that, that. makes it, but Hebrew nationals. That's true. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to talk to unshaft.
0: Yeah. I want to, uh, that's a question I have for another podcast.
1: I'm going to reach out to the, how, them. Do, how does Hebrew
0: national pull that off?
1: Okay. I'll ask the guys ever run chef. It
0: seems like the uncleanest food. I Ew. love it. Love hot dog sandwiches. Yeah. I love them a lot.
1: I love hot dogs too. Especially with condiments, uh, it's just great, you know. Especially the the vehicle of the bun, it's n- uh, not necessary. Bun is the f- oh my god! Uh, but it, it holds in the catch up You're and the relish. So and stuff. bad.
0: Let's continue on. Uh, so totally buzz another by, podcast. You won by a percent. Just keep going. Two percent. One. If if you got one percent less. It would have evened
1: out. One by two is two. That's fine. It's math. That's fine. Aren't you an accountant?
0: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Who who are some people that said it's not a sandwich? Uh, I'm definitely never listening to their podcast.
1: Totally buzzed. It's actually a great podcast. (laughs) Oh, do they
0: drink on their podcast?
1: No. Uh Oh. Well, what are they? Uh, Coffee? coffee? Uh, (laughs) My second favorite
0: drink to get buzzed
1: on. Uh, I feel we have to draw the line somewhere, and this is where the line should be drawn. No sandwich. Uh, Lazy argument. Lazy argument. Just like yours.
0: needs a vehicle. doesn't need a vehicle. Nobody's talking about vehicles. We're talking about meat, buns,
1: toppings. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me, let me talk to you in your language. This is meat. This is bread. Put together, it's sandwich. I think,
0: I'll, <laughs> I'll, I think anything that's meat on bread that you can hold in your hand yeah. and eat is a sandwich. I, yeah. think, I think tacos are a sandwich.
1: Fuck you. Yeah, I think every... I, no. You, I do. Tacos are not... I can't do this with you. Hot, hot dog being a sandwich is a great debate because it's definitely on a borderline. I can see arguments from both sides, and I agree with some of the things that you're saying. I don't agree with everything you're saying. I feel like you can have your ways, but if you tell me a fucking taco is a sandwich, you need Driven to at Work. Least
0: in a, at least an American taco, like a soft one on a flour tortilla, that's basically bread. It's just a different type of flour.
1: No. Yes, it is. No, no, no. It, it, I mean, you're definitely going to like, what well, about a corn tortilla?
0: That gets a little further away because it's, it's not – I mean, yeah, because you, you don't outside
1: same. the bun, bro. Taco Bell. The, okay. I'm just saying that's so, that's so what classifies the most nationally recognized taco food chain tells you. A thing outside the bun, but you're fucking right. I just <laughs> I don't know what to say to this. I do think I'm smarter than most people that work for Taco Bell. Yes. I don't know. I've never seen you wrap a burrito. Can I watch? It's you? bad. It's bad. It's really hard.
0: So, but they have it easy. Those kids at Chipotle have the dexterity. They really There's do. no way I could pull that off.
1: You ever like you ever watched someone th- I'm do just like a that- fat boy burrito when they like they're doing the yeah. finger roll thing? Oh, like, yeah.
0: you know? there Good. was one time they they got it around, but it ripped because I had so much stuff in it, and I got a free tortilla. <laughs> ah. No, they just wrapped it again in another tortilla. I'm like, oh, it was the best one Did I. You ever put
1: had. cheese in that bitch. <laughs> Should have. Can you slather some sour cream? <laughs> and I'm I,
0: I'm not I'm not meaning to start a new argument. I'm just saying that's my qualifications for a sandwich.
1: I can almost agree with you on hot dog. I can't become. Like, if you
0: can hold it in your hand and eat it, which kind of pulls some things apart because there's such things as open face sandwiches, which you have to eat with a fork and That's egg. true. I don't think they're sandwiches, though. I wouldn't concern but them. But it's just bread. Like, it's just on bread, but you can't pick it up you
1: and eat it. You can fold it. it and...
0: eh, it's not all of them because sometimes there's just gravy. All... That's I true. mean, you could, but you're going to be a,
1: a big a, mess. A big piggy. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably still eat it with my
0: hands. <laughs> How do piggies eat? <laughs> Oh, that really good Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, throw go back to the first half. So, congr- uh, congratulations for it's not being a sandwich. Oh, don't worry
1: because Hop Nation decided to eviscerate me because oh, how so? Because Daddy runs the Twitter and I was out there defending my opinion, acknowledging your opinion too. By the way, I don't I don't go out there and say like uh, yeah
0: because I'm defenseless on Twitter. I don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't, I don't have che- one. I don't check it very much. I do have
1: one. You do? Yes. I just Where's don't it at?
0: use it. It's on my phone well i mean it's on the internet <laughs>
1: pull the fucking cord bro <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh of course hop nation our friends over at hop nation decided to uh attack me and successfully uh i got frustrated and rage quitted quitted quit rage quit I, so bad that you can't speak anymore you can't speak i threw my phone into my chair so uh, steve
0: steve argued for the hot dog
1: yeah he, so he argued he's for- so intelligent he counts as like
0: four votes so I think yes
1: might have won no he doesn't no he doesn't work <laughs> that way he has 20 podcasts he can vote as many times as he wants to with all of his multiple accounts and it still didn't work out for you it's okay yeah. it was close it's a not lot like of a... us graduate high school 51% of us. you dead. didn't get landslided you should take a it's a moral victory it's a like moral the... victory I stand up for what I believe you like the New Orleans Saints this is not a
0: home I'm gonna die on <laughs> <The> <laughs> home hot... alone too I will <laughs> hot, hot dogs, dogs no, no.
1: So anyway, he decided I like Bratwurst better. He d- yeah. Oh. <laughs> Bratwurst is a fucking sandwich. I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> As Kyle Canadian has said on numerous occasions, the less hot dogs in the world, the better. But Bratwurst, I fucked with Bratwurst. So uh Steve from Hop Nation decided to call me out in every which way possible. And I thought I had him when he starts talking about uh subway, you know. Being a sandwich shop, but I was selling pizza and this and that. Because I was talking about, like, I go to a vendor and I ask for a, a hot sausage. I don't ask for a hot sausage sandwich. I ask for hot sausage. He's like, yeah, but if you go to Subway, you. It's a fucking sandwich shop, I mean, he's like making counterpoints. I was like, "Yeah, but fucking Subway doesn't sell hot dogs." And then he took a screenshot of the new product that like just came out like two weeks ago as a fucking hot dog. Oh. Shoved it right up my ass. So congratulations, Thanks, Steve, Steve from Op Nation. Yeah, uh, I like you a little less. Wait, he shoved the picture of the hot dog up your ass or the hot
0: dog? Anyway, both. <laughs> a lot of room in there.
1: He's doing court. <laughs> So the battle was closed, but numbers don't lie. A slightly larger portion of our fans don't believe a hot dog's a sandwich, but I completely understand why you think it could be. So if you think you can argue your points better, don't forget we drop our listener polls on Tuesday. So please give us a follow so you can join in on the battle. Adam, we are wrapping up a tremendous year. Half of, half of it was spent in another pandemic light. Yeah. I guess. Came in like a fart,
0: going out like a belch. Yeah. That's
1: how I'm going. Yeah. It's it's pretty accurate. So, Adam, as fans of wrestling and, and, you know, we try to we try to entice all of our listeners to, uh, you know, get on board with us with our our love of wrestling. We have decided to do the Mount Rushmore of AEW matches in 2021. Uh, This is going to be a a fun debate because there are so many choices here for uh, for us to go over. Yeah, But I'm not
0: going to let you put bullshit on this.
1: Mountain. I, sir. I'm not putting bullshit on this mountain, buddy. I have legitimate bangers that I love wholeheartedly. Um, so, actually, a lot of my picks are in line with uh, Dave Meltzer. And, well, we're going to have some problems. I like Dave Meltzer. Some, he actually has a, a, an okay insight about he what's gets going on. seen how at times. At times, but I'd say for the most part, he does a pretty good job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's been doing it for years 40 50 yeah. 60 years something like that like I think it's, it's 40 dude since the great i don't Depression, think he's even 60 years old so. yeah he was like watching him kill jackrabbits and he was also watching like mississippi uh base. mississippi
0: steve versus uh yeah. cactus jackal
1: yeah i can't believe that uh you know mick foley was that old
0: no it's cactus jack it was his granddad you sure
1: yeah Nah, <laughs> he's not that old i watch pawn kings Saw some of that shit come through. That's definitely not my mask. So, anyway, <laughs> I saw that one too. It was terrible. So, Adam, uh, again, it's
0: what they sold at the Toys R Us.
1: <laughs> new listeners are here. We have acquired some new fans. So, for the new people who don't know how we do this, it's a Snake Draft. Uh, Adam and I have to have plans uh, A through D and then E and F as well. So, because we're going to pick some things that are similar, I'm sure. Um, but this one. I know I have seven. You said you have about ten uh, matches to go through. So let's try to battle it out here to see if we can pick the top four matches to give people a nice lineup to go back on and have some viewing that isn't watching a, a miracle on 34th Street or It's a Wonderful Life. Let's do it. All right. So, Adam, you were actually first. Oh, boy. Yeah. I went first last time during one of our great debates, and you are now... Standing up and making your first round selection. Well, easy. This
0: is from a pay-per-view we actually recapped on the podcast. And at the time of recapping this match, I said, this is probably going to be my match of the year. Yeah. And it's held up as my match of the year. And it was the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers Steel Cage match at All Out
1: 2021. Where we saw the Lucha Brothers capture the, the AEW titles. In a freaking
0: awesome match.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what a a wonderful, and that that was actually my number one. It really was. Uh, That match was incredible.
0: I figure you will now probably be taking my number two. (laughs) I don't
1: know about that, buddy, because um, my number one is a match that I waited a long time to see.
0: Oh, then maybe not.
1: Uh, Actually, I'm going to switch it up because I want to take some before you do. Because this is, this is close up there. I'm going to take Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa oh, the in hands. the unsanctioned Lights Out match. That was
0: my number two. <laughs> from
1: March 17th, of 2021. So, uh, for those of you who didn't know, before Thunder Rosa signed on with AEW, she was kind of a free agent, kind of floating around. And she talked a lot of shit on Britt Baker. Really built this match up quickly um, to the point where Britt Baker was like, I'm going to fuck you up. But I don't want it to count. <laughs> so, this match had everything. Technical wrestling. Brutality, Tons of blood. I actually believe this is the night that Britt Baker solidified herself as the number one women's wrestler in AEW. And not only in yeah, AEW, but in the was. top five, probably in the scene right now. So, yep, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa. Definitely was. Yep.
0: You asshole.
1: Yep. What you got, man? Number uh, two. Um,
0: hold on. I'm erasing that one off my list. <laughs> what was the other one? Why couldn't you just say the other one?
1: Oh, I have another one. Uh, I really enjoyed
0: we go in the way back machine you to the a... very first dynamite of the new year, okay. January 6th, 2021. Let's see if you remember this match because it was incredible and it features somebody from my number one match, yeah. It was Kenny Omega versus Ray Phoenix. Oh, the that was AW such a good. championship,
1: yeah. Because there was all that, uh, there was all the uh, controversy about the Eddie Kingston stable at that time, right. too. So that was really good, yeah. Um, at one
0: point, Ray Phoenix did like a bounce off the ribs jump over the top into the crowd
1: yeah it was oh nuts. my god yeah i remember that he uh if you're watching ray phoenix in a match you are gonna watch someone almost die. him and darby allen are two of the most reckless beautifully reckless wrestlers i've ever seen in my life just the way they hurl themselves uh, ray phoenix i think has more control i think darby allen's like punk rock reckless with his yeah body. i mean i think
0: it's controlled chaos though. I think he makes it look more reckless than it actually is. Yeah. I think it's a li- just a little more calculated than it makes it look, but he, he does seem... Maybe he's just really lucky.
1: I There's don't know. nothing like watching Darby. There's a cut of Darby Allen strapping the uh, the wooden chair to his back and coffin dropping. Yeah. I like
0: that you're saying all this.
1: <laughs> I, I just like it. I hope
0: it's not playing into your second round pick because you might be stealing my thing.
1: No, I'm not because I'm actually going to go to a match that everybody wanted to see and everybody got to see this on Facebook. Free television. It was the first time that Brian Danielson took on Kenny Omega when it went to a time limit for a non-title match on September twenty-second of twenty twenty on AEW Dynamite. Uh, Thirty minutes of two complete legends going at it with some of the best spots I've ever seen either man be involved in. Most notably, the Snapdragon Suplex. From the top rope, yeah, that was cool, which was incredible, and also the running V trigger from the very top of the ramp, amazing. It was definitely gonna be my next choice. But still there, <laughs> um, I, I
0: and honestly could have been my second round pick. I only picked Ray Phoenix and Omega because I thought it was equally as impressive a Omega match, um, and it was just something from early in the year that uh, might have been forgotten about.
1: Okay. So what do you got then, man? You're on your number three pick.
0: My number three, since we just talked about Darby Allen a lot, um, I'm going from way at the beginning of the year to something that happened very recently, and it was the best thing on Full Gear. Yeah. Uh, rewatching it, I can now say it's the best match on Full Gear, and it was uh, Darby versus MJF.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. Uh, that match had everything to lose but everything to gain, and those two guys really laid it out for each other. I thought it really highlights that there are two of the four pillars of AEW. They're the young, homegrown talent. Um, and that really shined through in this match. The, the storytelling inside the match, the reckless abandon that finally got to come out from Darby Allen towards the end, um, the the provocation from MJF saying that Darby Allen actually can't wrestle. It was really cool, man. I, I did enjoy that match. That was actually not on my list, though.
0: Not only that, not but on did you catch Dynamite this week?
1: I didn't get to watch all of it. Oh,
0: did you see the new Derby and Sting face paint? No. It's freaking cool. <laughs> I have to check that out. Now, I, I got through see
1: the first...
0: Especially on Sting's old ass. It looks pretty yeah. damn good.
1: I got through the first two matches, and then I, I completely zonked out
0: I actually fell asleep during the match I'm talking about. <laughs> but I saw them come out.
1: That's all you need, man. Uh, So I'm going to go uh, with a match that actually recently just happened as well. Uh, I'm going to go with... Uh, Kenny Omega, Ooh. versus Hangman Adam Page. Not the one I thought you were going with. Yeah. Um,
0: now you got now my fourth pick is gonna be real yeah, fucking tough. The
1: AEW uh, World Championship, where we finally saw uh, Hangman Adam Page go over and finally take that title. Real to, tough.
0: Then to, to give and also gave... long term um, story building. Check, check that out, WWE.
1: Isn't that cool? And it gave uh, Omega time to go heal up and also to create some. Again, more long storytelling. There's going to be a rift between Omega and Super Click when he comes back because he's going to see that the Young Bucks kind of gave Paige the nod to go over. All right, man, you got to bring the heat in round four here.
0: So I won't say any honorable mentions yet because you might say it, but it's kind of a it's kind of weird. I'm not putting a Kingston match on this list, even though I do think his. His matches are good, but the build for the matches are even
1: better. The build is So
0: I'm not going to throw, even though some of his matches deserve to be here, particularly one I'll, I'll mention if you don't say it, but I have to go with another Young Bucks match, and it's the Young Bucks versus SCU May 12th Dynamite, and that was the final match of Christopher Daniels. And I thought that match was awesome, had all the drama, had a lot of violence, was brutal, loved it.
1: I really like that match too. And I forgot that, that match actually happened.
0: And I had to look up if it happened it did. Yeah. How close was it? It was May twelfth. It was pretty well really? in the year. Yeah.
1: Damn, dude. I I feel like that match was almost like last year. Because it, SCU was such a cool tag team. Like even though they were like some older guys, Frank Kazarian's the shit. Christopher Daniels is awesome.
0: And I think that was right when fans were starting to come back. Still yeah. to Daly's place, but like yeah, there, were were some, there was some crowds. Yeah. So it, was, it was cool.
1: They were distanced a little bit. Right. Man, it's still loud as hell, though, for being a abbreviated fan base. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I
0: think, I mean, being that they were at Daly's Place all that time, I think they were able to mic the crowd a little bit. I'm Probably not saying the bit. crowd wasn't loud,
1: but, but uh, having the, the acoustics
0: in there yeah, were definitely set that's well. True.
1: I have a couple matches here that I really want to use for my fourth-round pick, but I, I, I would be remiss if I did not give this match – it's time because it happened. This is the first time you saw storytelling in this manner because it's in the women's division.
0: Hmm. The only you took my only women's match.
1: <laughs> uh, Serena Deeb versus Akira Shida after Shida was eliminated from the TBS title uh, eliminator competition, where Serena finally went full heel. Okay. Uh, she ended that was up, a good match. She ended up losing. She lost. This is after the TBS title where she was supposed to win her 50th match. Because she, when she lost that 50th match competition, when they had like the plaque, right. uh, was, she look like she was... So she's supposed to look like she's rusty. Right. But when she came back and her and Deeb went, I think it was a full 20 minutes. It was good, man.
0: So... Who else? Deep had a really good match with somebody else this year? Was it Britt Baker? It was Britt Baker. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that could make my list.
1: Yeah, it was really good. Cool. I actually
0: like that a little bit better than the Sheeta match. Yeah, I, mean, that's, that's I just a- couldn't remember who her opponent was. I knew it wasn't Sheeta though.
1: I just the the part that sells the Sheeta match for me more than the Britt Baker match is what? is the stretch muffler. That deep put on Sheeta, and Sheeta sold it so much. Yeah. It looked that's super look painful. I
0: was gonna say that, and just the great face heel dynamic. It the, was because the the deep Baker match. It was face heel, but it's like face anti hero. Like the crowd stole. Yeah, Baker, so.
1: right. Yeah, it's it, it, I love that the AW crowd's that smart though. They they can appreciate right. that. So, do you have any honorable mentions you want to talk about?
0: Yeah, a couple. Um, punk darby just because it was mm-hmm. punk's first match back but it wasn't I, it was a great match it was a great technical match but it just wasn't top four for me uh daniel danielson kingston from rampage that was i good. thought was kingston's best match of the year um i think everything else was said oh one more moxley versus archer in that texas death match just it was uh, yeah that was
1: good uh, i went i had um mira versus kingston I thought that match was a that lot was a of fun, and I also had uh, Kingston and CM Punk because that match was fun. Blew my
0: socks off, but again, it was like partially the... Bi- I mean, it was a hard-hitting yeah. match, too. Just not... It, it was so far out of my top four, I... Didn't yeah. even write it. That's down. What's an honorable mention. Yeah.
1: And the match that almost crept into my number four slot was uh Pack versus Andre uh, Andrade El Idolo from Rampage just in October. That was a really Rampage good match. and they kicked it I off.
0: Probably Oh, would have put man. that in your number four. It's part, really, to be honest. But I
1: had to give it, I had to give it to DJ. She's not she. a
0: giant Sheeta fan for some reason. Like really? some of her matches really blew me out of the way, out of the water, and some yeah. I just find boring. This is the one and, that really And that with match me. for me was boring until like the last, like the go, the go home for it. Like the last oh, five yeah. minutes were awesome. That yeah. Was,
1: yeah. I think that's where I'm living, isn't it? Last five minutes because there was there was an exchange of like pinning combinations and that stretch muffler came out for a second. And I was like, this match is fucking awesome.
0: Wait till you see the Andre Andrade match from this week. Yeah. Oh, I
1: heard. I have heard. It's
0: nuts. <laughs> His ring gear is questionable, and then the match is great. <laughs> His ring gear is really weird. I love it.
1: So we have to pick a top four here, buddy, so we can give our, uh, our fans. So uh just because we stole each other's Oh,
0: thanks for typing them into the sheet here.
1: Yeah, that's what I do, bud. So just because I think we stole each other's uh we were arguing with that first round pick. I think we have to put the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks steel cage match I, as number 1. And I'm
0: echoing the same thing with your I think Britt Baker Thunder Rosa has to go on too. Cuz they were both our one and two.
1: I uh, yeah, and I'm going to the only reason Like why if you if
0: cuz if you said that cage match, if you had first picking with the cage, I yeah. would have taken I would have taken
1: the only reason why I'm putting the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks still cage match is because it was for a title above the un, the unsanctioned match.
0: That's right. Neither of them had the – Yeah, Brit didn't Nobody have Nobody had title the strap. Yeah. That, got, that launched her into the title picture. Right, right
1: yeah. yeah. That's why I would put the Lucha Brothers above that, but I would do okay. one and two. Okay, I'm good okay. with that. So uh who are you thinking for number three?
0: It depends, Matt. Are we going with J- – So what's the what's the Mount Rushmore of? Let me see the Mount Rushmore of matches slash moments. Yeah. So the build
1: could count. The build could count, and also too.
0: I didn't even. I thought it was just purely the matches.
1: I I said moments because I thought the Britt Baker and um, Thunder Rosa is unsanctioned, so it's tend to considered a moment and not a match.
0: So we're we're really looking for match between the bells. Not so much the
1: build. Yeah, because if we were going to do like legitimate moments, like pop moments, just go back to Full Gear and be like, all the fucking debuts. Yeah. Or uh, right. all, all out. Yeah. Uh, all the fucking debuts. Yeah, I, I'm incredible. concentrating
0: on matches, which is why I think Omega Danielson should be over Omega Page. Because I think Omega Page is, in totality, the better storyline with the match. But just to come off pretty dry, like a week or two of build, that Danielson Omega in the ring it was, was a better... In yeah.
1: product. You know what I thought they did a really good job, too, in the Danielson Omega match was? They made their outside achievements ma- like matter in right. the ring, too. Like, yeah, you were doing this at WrestleMania, but I was doing this at the Superdome and like going back and forth. And the achievements of... Danielson in, in WWE uh, juxtaposition to Omega's accomplishments in New Japan Pro Wrestling when they were like throwing this back at each other was really good. So especially, I, I especially because
0: that. that that the Danielson Omega match was definitely on my list. If you didn't take that too, oh, yeah. and, and possibly could have been my number two, maybe should have been my number two, but I just wanted to get some January the best match from the first quarter for sure. Was yeah, Phoenix Omega.
1: I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. Um, I don't want to put another Omega match on here. Because I think Omega and Phoenix is a great match. I'm fine
0: with that. I think we can also eliminate, as much as I love Christopher Daniels, I think we can eliminate a second Young Bucks match.
1: I think so, too.
0: I think it should go to the young talent, and I think it should be MJF and Darby.
1: I agree. I agree with that. That's a great idea. Uh, the mouth taken on uh, the reckless abandon. Especially
0: Darby. I was really not a big fan of him through most of 2020. And I know. He's gotten better. He just was... Really, really overselling some stuff. That he was. I didn't like. I d- I've always liked his offense. Yeah. Just his selling was very.
1: He did that thing where he did the the fishy flop thing. Yeah. Like he like the back the backup and the back show backup back Yeah, up. then the show his <laughs> face and he's
0: like, uh, it's like he's it's like he's about to cry to a Panic at the Disco song. Shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> Like, come on, you're not in that much pain, you're a wrestler. You're going to win the match. <laughs> you,
1: dude, you're going over, and you're going to get laid. What the so I, I,
0: I think his selling got a lot better. Yeah, um,
1: I could agree with that. And he
0: doesn't really need mic skill. I mean, the mic skills he's shown this year I thought were
1: great. They're fine. They're adequate.
0: I think I think best wrestlers are going to be a, a topic yeah. for a later date, But so I'm not going to get too far into that. But, yeah, I think that match was incredible for two really – uh, I mean, especially MJF, really young guy. I think he's like twenty four.
1: Yeah, he likes to always make sure you know that yeah. too. Like I'm exactly. so because young. it's incredible. I'm so over, it is. It really is.
0: Reed yeah. Flair, R.I.P., was twenty five and still wasn't in a fed. Yeah, like he was still in the
1: Indies, right? Oh,
0: fucking Flair mm-hmm. and MJF's been he's been in AEW for two, like yeah. since he was twenty two, and guessing. he was
1: a king over MLW yeah. too for a while. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we have our Mount Rushmore of matches go, and they're all on YouTube all these matches are on YouTube. You can get all of them. So, Lucha Brothers versus Young Bucks for the AEW tag titles, uh Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa in the Unsanctioned Lights Out match, uh Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega to a time limit finish on AEW Dynamite and Maxwell Jacob Freeman, MJF taking on Darby Allin. This is steep praise, but
0: the Britt Baker Thunder Rosa match just thinking about it might be the best women's match I've ever seen. It is. It, it's it's real close with a couple others. In the last ten years, but
1: I don't even give it close. The only
0: the only one I can put it close to is um, I don't remember if it was their first or second match, but it was uh, Bailey Sasha Banks when they were still in NXT, mm. and it was one of the Brooklyn, yeah. it was the, either the first Brooklyn or the second Brooklyn. Well, it was incredible.
1: I also think too the the Banks and Bel Air match when they were on the main rosters. When Belair finally went over and got a belt, that was a fantastic was, yeah. match. Yeah, because that that was almost like Shawn Michaels' boyhood dream yeah, right. style exactly. like title grab. But yeah, I mean, I'm a, sorry, it's a great I, match. I'm just gonna tell you right now, I think the the Baker Rosa match because
0: I'd have to watch it again.
1: But. I think because they didn't rely so much on violence, they actually had legitimately great wrestling.
0: Mm, yeah. The yeah. violence was there.
1: I think the violence just put
0: it over the top though. It did.
1: It did. The violence was there for sure. But, but they I...
0: also didn't have a crowd, right? Was that still no, was a crowd. COVID times? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that yeah. wasn't yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure what time yeah. of year that was.
1: So Adam, we have a proper proper Mount Rushmore of AEW wrestling moments in uh twenty twenty one. So we gotta move on to some listener questions, comments, and whatevs. This
0: is starting to become my favorite part of the show.
1: It honest. is fun. Yeah. I like. To, I actually do like to see where your brain goes on a couple yeah. of these. So, Adam, do you have any New Year's resolutions?
0: Yeah, I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna give up drinking.
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you no, have any real New Year's resolutions? Um, I kind of started. Don't
0: I, I, I'm kind of just challenging myself to lose ten pounds by my birthday. So it's kind of a December resolution yeah. more than a. Uh,
1: but one that you can carry on into the, the new year. The,
0: that I'm. I mean, I'm drinking beer tonight, so I'm right not to doing too
1: great. But um, we ate Sour Patch Kids. And- no, no, I didn't eat any of those. Oh, I ate those. You ate those. Yeah. <laughs> Cause some fucker stole my Burger King, which doesn't make it sound
0: any better. Trying to do, I'm trying to do good. I was at a doctor's appointment earlier this week, and I did not like what the scale says. <laughs> I realized I was wearing a hoodie and had all my
1: stuff on me, but, but still, still didn't like yeah, what it it's said. It's all about the mindset. So
0: I was, like, and that was November 30th. So I was like, starting tomorrow. <laughs> I'm gonna to try to lose ten pounds in twenty six days.
1: So it's then doable. Are, are you are you gonna carry that into the new year? Yeah, yeah.
0: I wanna get down. Yeah. yeah. I'm great. and I'm just trying to not really lose too much fun as far as the beer yeah. part of our podcast or anything. Just trying to get to the gym more often. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's a fair I think they always say too, like if you crash into it, like you always burn out. But you've always been a guy who goes to the gym, so
0: yeah, I mean, here and there, I mean, COVID, I, where I really put the weight on was, was during the, yeah. the peak COVID times. The gym was closed, and I was still trying to work out yeah. from my house. Learned I'm not that kind of guy. Um, and then even when the gym reopened at first, I was still a little yeah. hesitant just because well,
1: you're like shifting back into the gear. Yeah, of it. well,
0: it was that in like a um, immunocompromised you know, family, and it was around, you know, the ho- the holidays. Yeah. We might see them, might not see them. You're like, not sure. Didn't know what was going on last yeah. year. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm back into it now um, and liking it. But yeah, Yeah, I just took a lot of time off, and for like the first five weeks of complete shutdown, my wife was home full time, and she loves to bake, and I love to eat baked goods.
1: Yeah, (laughs) who does? I'm not a
0: big sweets guy like candy and stuff, but like, give me a good cookie, and yeah, it's on. Yeah, dozen of them. (laughs) My
1: my mom, great great baker. Great, uh, she's actually the uh, her mother, her godmother is the Cabbage Roll Queen of pennsylvania oh wow so when they when people would come to get her stuff that my mom would set up a cookie table next to her at like big festivals and people would sell out her cookies too so my, my mom was actually the cookie queen of South. i do pennsylvania. have to
0: say before i started my well that was the, the day i was starting to lose yeah. weight i tried a little bit of your mom's cheesecake that you left here and it was awesome yeah,
1: thank you she'll <laughs> love to hear that so i'll make sure i let her know
0: i don't know what the crust was made out of but it was fucking
1: angel's tears really <laughs> good. yeah yeah it's <laughs> so really it good like- so my new year's resolution, I'm gonna to try to cuss less.
0: Because <laughs> I mean that's probably a good one with with the kiddos around the yeah, house. Yeah,
1: I gotta try to taper it down.
0: I'm bad at that with around my niece and nephew. It's tough, man. Like like I only especially COVID times, like I only see them a few times a year. Right. You know, so I'm not great at censoring myself. I spend most of my times and time in breweries and bars. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? But uh, yeah, I'll catch myself like. I don't give a sh- sheep about that, <laughs> and my brother's like, "Good catch,
1: good catch, buddy." Yeah, yeah I gotta. I the uh, the word "fuck" is definitely in my top five. Yeah. If I had a Mount Rushmore of terrible words, I said the F word is definitely It's okay. a good adjective. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it really it's it's so. It's a good versatile. every you can use it for. Yeah, what well, Bam Margera had that shirt? Fuck you, yeah. fucking fuck, yeah. and it was yeah. And you, I, I'm gonna try to do it less. I gotta just. I got to, like, spam a vocabulary. I have what a good are, vocabulary. My, just like, ugh.
0: One of my favorite things when I just give up at work now is, I don't know shit about fuck, <laughs> which I stole off of uh, Ozarks. Yeah. The 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 redneck girl on there says it. And I like, like that. I love that saying. And I that describes me perfectly.
1: And that destroys what I want to do because I want to use that so bad now. <laughs> so, just, Adam.
0: Just use it at work.
1: You know what? That's, like, free time yeah. there. Yeah. Um, Adam, if you had to name a child after a pop culture person, event, oh. or anything, what would you choose?
0: I was supposed to do research on this. Uh, you go first.
1: Oh, shit. Me- um, I, I, I want It's new. I want to call my kid Omicron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw it popped on my feed today. Somebody yeah. in the
1: UK named their
0: kid Thanos.
1: That's pretty cool. Yeah, man. I'm like, Thanos is a pretty cool name.
0: Um, I don't know. Like,
1: except I you mean, didn't start liking Thanos until the fucking movies came out. Yeah, pretender.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't.
1: All I don't know. I, can I just say too? Every time I hear the word Omicron, all I think is Omicron I Eight, and it, it's the fucking Futurama and uh, Simpsons. Yeah. Um, the aliens.
0: Yeah, Lori brought that up
1: yeah. to me the other day. Eat. <laughs>
0: Dude, I don't know.
1: Go ahead. Say Kim Kardashian and let's move on. (laughs) definitely not. I mean,
0: I'm sick enough I'd probably name it, like, Jason or (laughs) Freddie.
1: That'd be a good one. like,
0: pop culture. I don't know. Charles Lee Ray. Old Bonnaroo bash line over (laughs) here. I mean.
1: I I, almost made a terribly distasteful joke. There's not a
0: good, like, concert from our childhood that would be a good name, like, Mayhem Bash. Well, Mayhem's pretty tough. Or Ozfest.
1: (laughs) I might have to censor this, but you can call your kid. (laughs) <laughs> I
0: don't know. I mean, a lot of, like, the... It, it's really sad to say, but, like, a lot of, like, when you say pop culture or events that happened in our lifetime, I think of disasters, which is not what I want well, to Well, yeah, but it's
1: also shut shut down our throat. But, like, think about, like, SpaceX launched a rocket. You call your kid Dick Rocket. Or... <laughs> that's cool. I don't know. Like, you know, like, some things came back. Mortal Kombat
0: came back. Call or, it Hicks. Yeah. It's after the Hicks boson... That's pretty particle cool. Particle being discovered. Like, that's the, the big thing, like, yeah. in science I can think of. That's pretty cool. I don't yeah. know. I don't know, though.
1: kid, Aurora Borealis or some shit like that. That's, that. That popped up, and people were all fucking crazy anheuser
0: busch line.
1: <laughs> Question number three. <laughs> gonna buy all,
0: InBev. inbev Bashline. Going to buy up all our favorite And burgers. all your
1: friends will hate your kid. Yeah, so why? <laughs> it's extracts now. It's all fucking extracts. <laughs> so, Adam, number three do you believe your achievements are based on your skills or on your luck?
0: So are we talking about me personally, or am I just talking about like people? Cause I have a better like people answer. I don't really know about myself.
1: Uh, Okay. Go with people then. Since I, you think, have I think, I think
0: for, well, I think for me, it's skills. Like there was nothing lucky about where I'm at. Like career wise, um, relationship wise and like friends and stuff like that. that there's a bit of luck, but as far as like, profession but yeah my achievements so i'm going like my profession it was just hard work like i got good grades had a good resume applied to everywhere i wanted to work and now i'm there like did you so it's it's weird but i'm not saying like everybody's that way like
1: uh what do you believe like the whole phrase of like right place right time
0: yes yeah
1: is that luck so
0: it was really funny like at this bar we're sitting at right now me nacho and dennis had a full-blown conversation where dennis was completely saying it's all about hard work it's all about your skills and nacho is no i'm lucky like i got lucky and i think it's i think it's a combo i think it is a bit right place right time the right opportunity comes along but then your skills or your your intelligence or your like just how you are as a person gets you into that opportunity yeah like you can't just have opportunity and be a, a dullard you're not gonna go anywhere so like anything where it's anything where it's like creative like a chef a brewer uh an artist even if you're like a, a lawyer and you have to yeah. be able to think on the fly and get your case one for you anything like that i think it's it's a mix of opportunity and and you just have the skills to capitalize on those opportunities. Yeah. But like, if you're a freaking auditor for the government, <laughs> like, or or an accountant, or like, and I'm just who insulting does that my, shit? I'm just <laughs> insulting myself. It's purely skill based. You can either do it or you can't. You can either do it and do it well or you can't. Yeah. And for that field, like the opportunity, there's always opportunities to work somewhere in yeah. that field. Like it, it's just opportunity for that's never been a thing. But on the on the brewing thing and what I want to do, I think opportunity and. And luck's a big thing of, of that. I mean, I, I even winning a beer fest or like winning the crowd vote. Like, yeah, your skill gets the beer good and gets people to vote for you. But there's a bit of luck if you got drank first or last and yeah. what they liked bad. Like, did they come back you know? to you? Yeah. Like, yeah. Did they come back to you? Did they want to come back and forgot? Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things beyond your control that is just a little bit of luck. So it's a it's a mix. Yeah. I I I do think it's very important to have whatever skills you think you need though, so you're ready for when luck shines its way.
1: And I, and that's where I I believe that these two things actually work in concert together because I'm a firm believer in you create your own luck.
0: That's possible too.
1: Yeah, because like if we go back to Nacho, and I know what he's saying. He got lucky because he met the guy that he he got back into full pint with. But well, he, and even
0: before that, I think he was. I think it. I think it was right when the full pine thing might have been happening. Yeah, and that's what he was arguing. But it's also like, but he, did, he also felt lucky for getting the four one two thing because like he went in and applied, and his skills got him the position. But yeah. he's also there with like five other guys. Right. He just felt lucky that those five, those four or five other guys didn't want to do it anymore.
1: Right. Right. But, but maybe he
0: was just so good they didn't want
1: to compete. I don't know. That's true. But I think for him, like, I'm looking purely at the full pint avenue. Like, before he became the brewer for 412, couch, full like, full pint, all those things, he was just a good home brewer. Like, he would bring things to competitions, and people would go nuts for him. So, like, everyone already knew that he could make something great. Right. So, like, you kind of created the opportunity for yourself – and then, like, you got so good at it, you went to this huge outdoor, like, camping brewery festival. And you ran to the guy who eventually you put a shit ton of money together with right. and re- resurrected Full Pint.
0: Yeah. And I, I hope he doesn't mind us talking yeah. about him so Love much. Love you. But, but I know <laughs> I know the couch thing was that way. Yeah. Like, Darren reached out to him because he liked who
1: Bobby Nacho was. Right. And he liked what he did. and, I, and There was I, no
0: opportunity there. Darren was like, I like that guy. Yeah. Nacho like Darren, it was just like. And also,
1: too, Nacho's just a really fun guy to be around, too. Yeah. Yeah, personality goes a long way. Yeah, for sure. Especially when you're brewing beer with somebody. Because if you don't like the person you're brewing beer with, it's a long-ass fucking day. Um, I'd say for myself, I think that my skills have driven my luck because I look at the career path that I'm on now. uh, I've had a little bit of help getting into each job that I was in. I, I was working in a case management job and I, I was working alongside, I was splitting a case with somebody who was like, we think, you know, I talked to my boss about you. We think you'd be really good for our agency. That just so happened to be a subcontracted County position. So I'm in Allegheny County now, all of a sudden, all, you know, the, you know, I was a juvenile probation officer. They started catching notice of me because I was working very well with some of their uh, offenders that were splitting time. And then from there, a friend I made at, county and we worked together on some very difficult cases and some things we did he goes federal and he never stopped shutting up about me when i applied so it was like my skills got me there but my luck was created because my skill
0: not necessarily your professional skill but your social skills social
1: skills yeah yeah, and my ability and also to my ability to work really fucking hard right at my job. So I, th- I think, to me, it's – I think I firmly believe that your skill creates luck. Yeah. Because I capitalize on it. It's been a while since I've been told no for a job. And it's, it's got me a little cocky because if we go back to something – I think I might have talked about it or not. I got turned down for a job at Starbucks way, way back when, when I first got out of college. I was working at an alternative school, and I tried really hard to get another job. I went to a Starbucks – and they turned me down. They just said, we don't think that you're going to be a good fit here. Meanwhile, like, I'm a really hard worker.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a a really, really cool job. And I was in the same boat. Like, wasn't never got turned down for a job before. And there was a really, really cool position up here when I was trying to move back from D.C. And I was, like, really cool. Like, met everybody in the office. They were really cool. Brought me back for a second interview. I was, like, I got this. Like s- starting to get an a chip <laughs> on my shoulder at my current job and everything, um, then I didn't get it, and it was just like, oh,
1: it feels weird. Wakes
0: you up, and yeah. then I got two two consecutive jobs after that, and they were hiring again, yeah. and I applied, got. I don't even know if I got a call back for the second <laughs> <that> time. <laughs> like oh, this guy I came mean, back. I, Fuck. I, I, <laughs> I mean, I was way less prepared the second time. Like I, I kind of found out about it short notice, and the I also wasn't like. I lost a little bit of the love for it because it was like, oh, I have brewing now. I'm already in Pittsburgh now. I was so desperate and, like, just ready to fucking take on anything to get that job the first time. And I could tell the difference in myself the second time sitting there, like – I don't have the fire for
1: this. Like, it's just not, no.
0: but you've rec- just been so cheated. <laughs> into the whole.
1: Well, you've been, re- you right. recognize in yourself though, too, where you didn't like hit you hard. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it sucks when you apply for something, you don't get it, but then you already like t- told yourself in your head. Like, I don't really, I don't really want it. Yeah. Well, yeah. The
0: second time I went there, I didn't yeah, really come like, over. It. And thank goodness. I think it was like a month before COVID. I interviewed for it. Oh, so it was Jesus. like, Oh, I would've got that job brand new and never go into the office. Yeah. Like,
1: I feel bad for all my coworkers too, because the job I work at now, people can like move in from all over the United States, and we hired like five new people, and they're not from Pennsylvania. And then oh, we went right into That's ISO. Nuts. nuts. Yeah, I I'd feel terrible. Felt so bad for them. So Adam, from going from feeling bad about people to feeling good about <laughs> something, uh, what's on tap, and where can you find us? Yeah, so
0: we have a little bit of the Shat Face Pumpkin Roll Stout on at eight point one percent. Um, next week, the chai tea stout will be hitting the taps by, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, it'll be the following Sunday. Um, we'll have the chai tea stout on, uh, and we found a little bit more of the dark roots. It was hiding. Yeah. It was hiding as I was, um, bottling up for the, where you can find us part. Uh, yeah, I found a half keg with the gas turned off. It just wasn't serving it. Um, so that was you were just a the flavor profile, yeah, like exactly. roll. Yeah. But as far as where you can find us, make an appointment with Ricky up at Dark Roots barber shop um up in Allentown here in Pittsburgh, and he's got some stouts in the shop you can try yeah. of the Dark Roots. That so.
1: full spa experience. With a
0: really cool label we found uh, due to the the best thing that's happened during supply chain is I ordered a sticker and they said, oh, that style is back-ordered, which was like the cheaper style. But they yeah. were like, we have extra – like three days later, they got back to me and like, we have extra holograms, well, holographic ones we can print out. We'll give you the same price. So you said holograms. I'm like, yeah, what? No, <laughs> no <holograms. laughs> you got some fucking Star holographic. Wars technology. Holographic. So I was like, oh, yeah, send those because it's, you know, holiday season, shiny. It ended so up looking cool. really cool on his uh, logo. So, yeah, go make an appointment with, with uh, Ricky on the Cut app. Uh, you can do it right there and pay ahead of time and everything, and mm-hmm. just roll on in, get your hair cut, and look good for Christmas. Yeah,
1: and if you want to find out where that shop is, it's a uh, Dark Roots Barber Shop on yep. all social media, and you check them out. And you can actually see their handiwork. It's uh, Ricky's a skilled barber, and he has two other guys. I believe. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's he's got three chairs. Uh, two other guys cutting all three chairs are going right now. And
1: uh, I, I've seen some of his handiwork, and it looks great. And, uh, I have boom. A, you're looking at it right now. I was other, I'm amazed. I was make, just there on uh, Tuesday. They make your head look not fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> How does he do that?
0: How do you make your head not look gigantic? Is he a
1: plastic surgeon too? <laughs> so if you want to find what's going on with Adam down here in the brew lab, I do this uh, search him out at batch underscore brew on Instagram and at batch underscore brewing on Untapped. Uh, I keep trying to push him to get an in, uh, not an Instagram but a uh, Twitter. I it, got one. He's got one allegedly. Uh, I but never check it. You can, find, you can find them on social media, and you can definitely see what's going on down here. Uh, it is stout seasons, and there's some really cool stuff coming through here, so please keep your eyes peeled and get a hold of us if you want some good shit. If you want to know what's going on with the boys, just search us out at WTB on all social media. It's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I have a Twitter. I'm active on Twitter. Adam, get a Twitter. And if you want to send us an email, uh, we're WTV at gmail.com. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends, do whatever it is. Uh, subscribing to the show takes one touch of the finger on your smartphone but it means the world to us so from where we are with our wonderful wrestling matches and our top 10 christmas uh movie list to wherever you are listening to this podcast until next time cheers
0: cheers i feel most skilled when i make myself a hot dog sandwich